No, I think it could be really easy to be to get infatuated with like a one hour pattern or something that you're looking at. Hey, it's Walter here and you're at the Think Profit Podcast where we're going to help you develop a rock solid trading confidence and avoid the potentially endless cycle of system switching. Right, Hugh? That's right. We're going to help you develop a wealth mindset, develop a trading strategy that fits your core personality and help you overcome the obstacles that stop over 90% of traders. All right, Hugh. Sounds good. You ready to go? Yeah, let's do this. Hey, Walter, what are some trading psychology rules that you never break? The biggest one that I have is to allow, like when I, when I take a trade, I need to allow myself to have a loss. So when I take a trade and I'm calculating out what the risk is on the different accounts, I always know, okay, this is like, this is a kind of like, this is money that could be gone. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like I don't. Now, I didn't always do this because I used to like keep moving. One of my biggest things when I was early in my trading was I would move the stop over and over. So if my stop was at 121.00 and I saw it coming down, I would move it to like, okay, 120.80. Uh, okay, 120.65. Like I'll keep moving it when I, and I'd stay up all night watching it, you know, like hoping that it would reverse, you know, <laughs> during the New York session or whatever. So um, when I go into a trade, I, my mindset, in fact, I'll calculate the risk as such. Uh, like, for example, if I have an open trade and then I have a new signal, I will calculate the risk of the open trade as a loss so that the new trade is calculated on that balance, not on, you know what I mean, what the open, what the equity, where it is now or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mark it as a loss. Open trades are marked as a loss before I do my new trade. So that's the biggest one is that I, I count risk capital as goodbye. <laughs> Now I hope for the best. I don't, I don't think the worst. I try to be as positive as possible. I try and envision scenarios where if I'm a drawdown, it'll, it'll, you know, it'll go in my way, my way and stuff like that. So that's definitely true, but it's, it's, I consider that like goodbye money. Okay. And then it's, it's a pleasant surprise if it goes the other way. Uh, the other one is that revenge trading was the other big one for me. So like, I would, I would like, go, Oh man, you know, that bloody, euro yen took me out again so i you know i'm gonna get back at the euro yen and i'll double down or whatever like martingale style trading or whatever i used to do that sort of stuff not as bad as the moving the stop loss it, it was there it was definitely there it was almost like i thought of each currency as like a person and i want to get back at it <laughs> i don't know if you've had that so yeah so those are the biggest ones the other thing is really important for me is to i don't want to trade drunk <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to, yeah, I, cause I've made that mistake too. Like, you know, late coming home late on Thursday night, I used to actually drink quite a bit. Um, like in my young, you know, 10 years ago or whatever, or 15 years ago, I, used to, I hardly ever drink now, but so there was a problem where I would come home and I'd be like bored. I didn't have a TV or anything. So I just fire up the trading station and have a look and go, Hey, oh, that looks you know? <laughs> yeah, that looks good. So that was terrible too. So, yeah. so don't trade under the influence. Don't, <laughs> I don't move my stop losses. So uh, 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 related to the trading on the influence is to be in the right mindset. So mm -hmm. you can use like meditation, hypnosis. You can use different devices that we talked about the neurophone. You can use uh, binaural beats, you know, to get yourself into alpha or theta so that when you're watching your charts, you're in a good mindset. I really don't like to be upset. You know, if I just got in an argument with somebody or, you know, the kids are just driving me nuts or whatever, I don't want to sit down and start, you know, locking in trades into my platform at that stage. I really like to have a more of a pattern of relaxing, going through my meditation and then sitting down. And it's good because where I live, 
I don't really have to look into the charts until about 1030 in the morning, really. I mean, I don't, it's not, it's just the Asian session. Not much is going on, you know, interbank markets over. So I kind of set my trades up in the morning by around noon, maybe, you know, depending on the time of year, the, the, the clocks change in Europe and the US. But basically, you know, early, late, early to late morning, like mid to late morning, I'm, I'm so I have time, you know, I, I know it's not the case. Like some traders, if you live, for example, in California, or Washington state or whatever, you might wake up and go, ah, like I got to go see where, where my trade is. Cause New York is raging. Right. Sure. Even if you get up at like five 30 in the morning, New York is on, you know, and you got to go and see. And so I don't, I understand like you don't might not necessarily have that luxury. It's really hard. Some traders, what they'll do is they'll just have a quick look and then they'll go through like their meditation or whatever. So mm -hmm. that, that could possibly work as well. But so those are the big three rules. I'm curious to hear what yours are though. Yeah, it's funny you bring up the trading drunk thing too. <laughs> I had that a couple of times and yeah, that's one of mine. And it, yeah, it's more about the mindset you, that you're in, right? Not necessarily drunk, but at least good mindset, a little bit of meditation uh, using the inner balance app or whatever. Uh, yeah. Second one is like a two strikes rule. So uh, I, I allow myself two strikes on one trading idea. Um, if, if that blows up, then I stop doing that. And then the third one is. Can we? Uh, sorry, can we look? Can we dig into that real quick? Can I just ask? So when you say two, two strikes for trading idea, is that like as simple as I'm going long the Swiss yen, and so I went long yesterday and I got stopped out, so I can go long today again on another? Is it like? Is it like the same signal, or is it? I guess what I'm asking is it different signals or the same? You know what I mean? Like how oh, does yeah. that work? Yeah, I think. Well, I guess it depends on the strategy, but uh, it's more of like. Yeah, the same direction on the same pair. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yep. Yeah. And then the third one would be um, just uh, taking a break when I feel burnt out. That's Those a big one. Big I don't have. A, that's a big one, man. Like people were listening. That's a really big one. I don't have that problem like I used to, but I did have that problem. And it, the, the biggest thing that I got that got me was when like the smartphones came out. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, I had this little like it was almost like a square phone. And it had like early, early MetaTrader on it. And like, I would be out to dinner with my wife and I would be looking at the phone, like checking my trades going. And then I, it, I would micromanage them. And it was a big one. And, I, and now it's even worse. Now you have even more abilities to take trades and manage trades than, than back then. Back then it was actually kind of a pain to do it. But I'm talking about all that stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like back in 2007, yeah, like back back in that area, two thousand six, seven, I think is when. Yeah, so yeah, so now it's even worse, obviously. But yeah, and you're like, what happens when you lose your stylus <laughs> and all that stuff? Yeah, like that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah that's a big one. Yeah, and um, sometimes you know I might take a break for like two weeks, a month, sometimes. Uh, but um, yeah, whatever it takes, right? Do you? I have a question. Do you find that like if you're away, let's say you take a long weekend? Well, actually. Where you live, the markets close Friday morning, right? Or yeah. Friday or kind after. of afternoon, yeah. Friday afternoon, they're closed, right? Yeah. So 5 p.m. New York time, basically. So do you find, let's say that you had a long weekend and you're traveling and you, didn't, you don't see the charts. Let's say you leave Thursday, right? So you don't really see Friday what London or New York did. And then you get back, say, Tuesday. So you don't see Sunday or Monday. So you're kind of missing like two and a half days. What do you find when you get back and look at the charts on that Tuesday? Like if you have like a break, if you've had a break that, that long, mm -hmm. we just didn't, didn't get a chance to see the charts. What do you find? Either I'm in tune with it from last week or I'm like totally out of tune 
and in that case, I might not trade for the whole week. Right. But um, yeah, yeah, it just depends. Yeah, I find that the fresh eyes is a good thing. I just mm -hmm. feel like, like you kind of get in, like in, it's like you get these theories in your head about certain pairs where they're going and stuff. And then when you watch it, you can almost make it fit. Like you go like, oh, I think the, the Euro's on a tear. It's going to keep going higher. And then like I wake up in the morning, oh, it's gone down. Well, that's just a pullback, right? Uh -huh. You know, whereas like they come back like two days, like a long weekend is, is the classic. Long weekend, come back, don't even check or anything. And then I look and I go, oh, that wasn't a pullback. That was a double top <laughs> or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I just find that the fresh eyes, it's almost like the, the, the less time I have in front of the screen, the more obvious it becomes what the market's doing. And I don't know if other people have that or what. It's just, it's just really easy, I find, to get into that, that thing where you're using the evidence of the chart to fit your theory of what you think is happening. Hey there, I hope you're finding this episode useful. I just wanted to let you know that Walter and I give away something valuable every month that helps traders improve their skills. You can enter to win by simply leaving an iTunes review and leaving a comment on our YouTube videos. At the end of each month, we'll look at the comments and reviews from the month and we'll pick a winner at random. Each comment and each review counts for one entry during the month that it's submitted. So if you're interested in that, be sure to enter after this podcast is over. All right, back to the episode. So yeah. I think it's good to have multiple theories. Like, well, it could be a pullback, but it could be a double top if it does this. Uh, well, it could be going up, but it could have just actually reversed if it did that. Or, you know, it could be consolidating and it could be bouncing off the top of the box. But actually, it could also be breaking out right now. So mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I was just curious how you had, like, what that had done for you. Because it really is obvious to me. If I spend time away from the charts, boy, it is such an advantage. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not stuck. I'm no longer stuck in the... Uh, you know, in those ideas that I, you know, that I was a slave to before. So, yeah, no, I think it can be really easy to be, to get infatuated with like a one hour pattern or something that you're looking at. Uh, and when you're really turning a daily chart, but you get stuck on that and you're like, oh, it has to go because this and this and this on the one hour. And then you <laughs> yeah. step away and you come back and you're like, oh no, that's just noise. And yeah. Yeah. So. It's true, man. It's so true. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thanks, Walter. See ya. See ya. All information in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not trading or investment advice.